Welcome to the Power Peak Hour with your host, astrology expert Mark Husson. Hey everybody, ooh, my music sounds good today. It must be a Scorpio thing happening in the sky. I can know you all can feel it. Welcome to my show. If this is your first time, I so am excited that you joined us and uh, the other uh, mentally ill people who have agreed to listen in. Just teasing, just teasing. Hey, listen, come and see us in person on the internet, actually, uh, at facebook.com slash my name, Mark Hassan. And you'll get there, you'll see the green chart that I did with the earth in the middle and just sort of like like to show you where the stuff is today. Even if you can't read it, it's just sort of fun, right? But then let your eye go up there where it says highlights in the middle of the screen, little button up, like just a quarter of the page down from that picture. You'll see it in the middle, it says highlights, doesn't look like anything. You click it, change it to post by others, and you enter the magical room where all of my friends are like Michelle Rowe, hey! Shanice, Jay Elizabeth, Ty, how are you? Tracy Ann, Veronica Lee, look at you guys. You're so cute. And Shannon Reed, thank you for your sweet question. I don't know is the answer to it, but thank you. And, you know, you guys, there are so many of you that have been like such loves and supporters of me and the show. And I just thank you. I feel good today. Um, I have a lot to talk to you about because this is the show that introduces you know, the sign of Scorpio, and there's a lot of misunderstanding about that Scorpio thing. And I know you guys need to know because Saturn's in Scorpio and you hear all this stuff, right? So there's some things. Get some paper because, you know, I have Venus in Gemini. That means I like to network, network, network. I'm networking everything because I have I have a website I put together called markhusson.com just so I can kind of like be a little more raw with you, if you know what I mean. And I put up there some links to some great Scorpio I found the coolest famous Scorpio site, seriously. Uh, it's really probably famous all the science site, but it's by biography. I put it over there on markhuston.com. I got to scatter myself around so y'all go find the link, say hey, read some of my, you know, things that are going on. I don't know, just to keep you in the loop. It's so much fun. It's fun to feel you because I have a lot of Scorpio in me. I have a Scorpio rising. I have a Scorpio moon. I have Saturn in Scorpio. So I have Scorpio agendas out. Okay, and I want you guys to understand them like I understand them because it's kind of cool. The Scorpio thing is um, all around us. And I think when we all now look, when you're born, we get that Zodiac in us. We're imbued with the entire Zodiac. So if you think you are Scorpio free, you are not Scorpio free. You know, I don't have any plans in Scorpio. I don't care. You have a house with Scorpio in it. You do. You may not understand it as deeply as other people who are acting out the Scorpio stuff, but you have it. So if you're a Scorpio rising, mm, you understand what I'm about to talk to you about. You do indeed. If you're a Scorpio moon, oh, yes, you understand it. If you have Venus in Scorpio, you understand it, right? You do. And I'll explain it to you because there's so much more to astrology than just where a planet lies and what sign or what sun sign you are. You all know that. But let's understand a little bit of some of these issues that your Scorpio friends are carrying with them. Now, how do you get to be an honorary Scorpio? Well, have Pluto in your chart next to something personal. So if your son is really close to the sign of Pluto, you're an honorary Scorpion. Moon too. Yeah, those are the mean ones. I'll talk to you about that. And if you have the sun in the eighth house or the moon in the eighth house of your chart, honorary Scorpio. Okay. 
Scorpio risings are honorary Scorpios because they act out this stuff. They do it in the, on the front. Okay. And there's all kinds of Scorpios. And if you, you know, check out some of the famous ones, you'll see what I mean. I mean, and you can tell these people, nothing gets by them. And do you know how many activists I found that were Scorpios? Like, remember I did a show. Well, I did an article and all the mutable signs, right? You know what a mutable sign is, right? Yeah, you do. It's the one that comes at the end of the season. Like in spring, it's Gemini, right? So Gemini, Virgo is a mutable sign. Sag is a mutable sign. And Pisces is a mutable sign. Now, all the serial killers, mutables. <laughs> now, is every single serial killer in the world a mutable? No. <laughs> but there's a majority of them that are mutable signs. What's that mean? means that you can present one side. Mutable is kind of dualistic. You present one side of yourself, but you're hiding another side, and then that other one comes out. You know, mutables, you're around. One day you have a good time with them. Oh, you're laughing. Oh, you can't wait to see them again. The next day they are more moody than a cancer, right? They don't even want to look at you. They're in a bad mood. They don't even remember having a good time with you. That is a mutable sign. Now you're going to say, that's my Scorpio friend. Well, let's find out why. Okay, imagine being a baby. Let me tell you something about the Scorpio on the evolution ladder, okay? Scorpio comes in at the eighth position underneath the sign of Libra. Libra being a cardinal or aggressive sign of air that brings in the sense of communication, seduction through words, through flattery, through seeing the good, through justice. Libra is the only object of the the only sign of the zodiac that is, that is represented by an inanimate object okay the only sign of the zodiac that does not have a breath that it takes it's the scales it's the scales right the balancers so they can be extraordinarily cold and objective they don't think they can be because they can also be charming so you want to have your libras go work the front room when you're throwing your party <laughs> or when you're running your business let the libras take over go greet people because us scorpio risings and those that have Scorpio sort of prominent in the chart, we don't want, I can't smile at you if I'm not feeling it. I, okay, I can smile, but I make myself smile. And I was told once, you're so intense, you got to smile more. People think you're mean. Well, I don't know that that's that inaccurate. But anyway, here's the deal. So <laughs> the sign before you has, you have signs that the sign before you lacks. It's Libra, love keeping things light, love keeping things and charming level. Now, this is not a diss to Libras, but we have to look at it in that way just for a minute because what they don't have is that ability to go below the surface in a way that they hang with you, okay? That they can go and hear the darker parts. They don't want to hear the dark story. They don't want to hear your, your sin in, in a detailed way. They want to hear about it, but they don't want to hear it in the detailed way, like how it hurt you or how guilty you felt or how bad it felt. Libras don't want to go there, okay? They fight that. Scorpios live there. Okay, now imagine a Scorpio child being born, takes his first breath, and all of a sudden sees the goofy nature of life around him or her. They feel the subtleties. They see people, imagine being a baby, just a young baby. Now, I have a memory. I remember the crib, okay? That's a water sign trait. We remember. I remember the crib. I'm not talking about my apartment either. I remember the mobile above my room. Now, I'm serious. I remember two years old, graphically hiding and running away because I wanted out of this place they kept putting me. Okay? I verify all that. Now, you have to understand you are born into a world you see things. 
you see people's motives, you understand, you see the grimace, the little untwinkle in the twinkling eye. Somebody comes to goo goo gaga you as a scorpion baby, you see if they mean it or not, you feel it, you feel it. You're constantly in a state of feeling because as I said, you are a water sign. You feel the container that is around you, but you are fixed water. We now, instead of being at a little lake where the little crabs play, right? And we feel the ripples of water, you're now deep into the ocean. <laughs> you, there's stuff in there. That's terrifying thought for me. Okay, you want to know the t scary stuff for me? That you know, Jaws was was close, but going even deeper, and and big old eye of the octopus or the squid, and the tentacle reaching out. I don't know what's below me. I don't like the water. You know, everybody's like, I need the water around me. Well, good. Go be in the water. I need to see what's below me. Thank you. I do. That's just me. But now, Scorpios live there. They live below the surface. They're still the darkness, and they all, every single Scorpio that you will meet, and this includes the rising signs, and includes the moon sign, and includes people next to Pluto, every one of them believes something is off here inside of them because they're seeing stuff nobody else is seeing okay so they learn quickly how to shut up about what they're seeing now some scorpios learned how to not shut up about it as a, another form of covering up what's underneath so you might meet those chatty scorpios who blah 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 they're not saying what they're really going on okay because what a scorpio is looking for is the link to the truth now, before Pluto was discovered, Scorpio was ruled by Mars. So here we have this aggression, this is this this intensity, the warrior. These guys, these guys don't need you flattering them. I don't know a Scorpio that likes to be flattered. Mm -mm. Flattery is is working. Is is you you want something, okay? Because there's something below what you do, what you're doing, okay? That's the Scorpio foundation. So imagine this child coming in and they see everything below the surface. They see the pain, they see the hurt, and they have x-ray vision. They do, but they are not allowed to talk about it because when they do, people freak out. They don't, don't talk about that, you know, or no, that's not true. They get validated, you know, for being weird. So now they think something's wrong with them. They walk around, they're introspective. Every Scorpio in the world is looking inside to see what is going on with that part of them. Every Scorpio in the world takes a minute and looks in. And you know how some of them look in? By looking at you. Because if a Scorpio can get you to divulge your secrets to them, which they will protect and they will keep safe, but if they can get you to open up and they can see inside of your sins and your crimes and your guilt, and they go, whoa, is that all? I mean, in their head, that's all. Because they, they are then measuring up to that investigative part they're measuring up to your crime to theirs and in that they see well how bad is it really i mean i must not be that bad if that person's did that and they didn't feel that bad about it and that's a libra they got away with it i'm sitting here feeling bad because i thought bad thoughts about somebody or i you know i had some sexual thoughts about somebody and i shouldn't have horrible guilt scorpios have because see that water it fills everything so completely that everything is like a sexual encounter. This is where they get the reputation from. 
no Scorpio wants to be involved in a business or a job or an endeavor that they doesn't turn them on. That's the truth. Okay. Because if they're turned on, they're in that zone. They understand that. They understand the passion of, of, of obsession, the passion of keeping a focus, the exhilaration it feels because this is a water sign that understands staying present in that feeling, washing over them in that feeling. And they look for that feeling. They look for that connection. They look for that sexual exchange. And not every Scorpio wants to have sex. A lot of Scorpios think it's too messy, just too silly. But let me have that sexual tension. Let me have that connection with you that makes me feel whole. It makes me feel deep. It makes me feel that I'm sharing something with you that nobody else has. Okay? That's Scorpio's desire. Now, along with that desire, along with that fixation, along with that intensity, okay, comes a fixidity, an inability to change that is parallel to any Aquarius you've ever met, okay? This is a fixed sign. And once they have made a decision about you, it is hell to get them to change it. That's why we say don't ever lie to a Scorpio. Tell the truth. That does not every Scorpio. You got to earn your right to, in the world to be told the truth. You don't get to be a little secretive, conniving brat and everybody has to tell you the truth and you just keep it quiet. It doesn't, it doesn't work that way. You have to show some integrity and most and many Scorpios have integrity because they torture themselves when they don't. Fearlessness is what it appears, but it is really riddled in fear. And that's what a Scorpio does. It goes after the fear. The reason Scorpio is at the bottom of the ocean where the dark water is and the stillness, that's what they're most afraid of. Show me a scared Scorpio and I'll show you somebody who goes after directly the thing they fear the most. Scorpios are what on the Enneagram they might call a counterphobe, which means somebody that is, uh, that instead of running from fears, moves toward their fears. Okay. That's why a lot of them watch horror movies just to get the other side of it, to get to the other side. Because nobody has a mind. Alfred Hitchcock, you know, classic Scorpio, right? cool i gotta tell you some of them but anyway they watch the horror movies because they they confront that thing inside of them because a movie can't even make up for some of the nightmares scorpios dream up in their own mind and i know if you have a lot of scorpio in you you have buried everyone you love because that's one of your big fears losing the ones you love one of your other big fears losing the one you love because they love somebody better than you because you already think you're not worth it. You already think you're too intense. You already think there's just too much of you and why would anybody want it? You've seen every flaw you have. And as you project that out and you get into relationships and the first, and everybody's nice and everybody loves a Scorpio until you get into a relationship with a Scorpio because once they have let you in, that you are on, you are tested and you are tested and you are tested and you are tested the way they test themselves. How are you tested with Scorpio? You know how you're tested? They'll piss you off. They make you mad. They get you so mad. Because when you're mad, every Scorpio believes you. If you're screaming at them, you're going to tell the truth. And if you're telling me the truth when you're mad, you're saying that stuff when you're mad at me, then I know you're telling me the truth when you're not. I know what the truth is now. That's a trick Scorpios have. You guys keep an eye on it. 
Okay. But you don't want to play their card too much. I mean, you want to, you know, like not go, well, I'm not getting mad because that's one of the things you do to get me to tell the truth. Now that sounds like you're lying. Okay. What you got to do is say, okay, you're trying to piss me off, which means you probably don't trust me here. What do I need to do different? Because the Scorpios are also the ones that will keep secrets from you, but their integrity is measured inside themselves, right? <laughs> yes, it's the sign of some double standards, Scorpions. Admit it. You guys want everybody's secrets, but you don't tell anybody yours because yours are so dark. And they'll think bad things about you. Well, that's exactly what you're doing to people. But you're deciding. See, that's your shadow, Scorpios. Your shadow is you hold everybody else to standards that you aren't willing to hold, be held to. The others, You know the other shadow? You know the other thing, Scorpios, you do? Is you assume everybody is just as conscious as you are. You assume that everybody reacts to the world the way you do. So you, so in other words, somebody comes in and makes you mad because they do this habit that you hate. You've told them a million times, quit doing that habit. Now they're doing that habit. You think they are just doing it on purpose because who in the world could be that unconscious? And so what do you do? You puke, you scream, you throw stuff. You finally have had it and you confront them and shred them with every memory that you ever had about them. And let me tell you, you have memories about them and not all of them are good because those are the ones you don't forget. Because you'll remember the outfit they were wearing the day they embarrassed you. You'll remember the outfit they were wearing the day you knew they were lying to you. Or that they hurt you. And it all comes out. This is 15 years later now. Because what they just did, you perceived as deliberate. Now, here's what happens. You diffuse all that because you kept it a secret for so long. And then you feel guilty. Now we're at repent. So now you got the remorseful Scorpio who just ripped you to shreds and feels absolutely horrible because you didn't really do all that to them. They see it now. They're like not so blinded and they feel terrible. And you know who has that cycle too? Addicts. You know the addict cycle, right? The promise. The, 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 and then they lose it and then they apologize and they promise. Okay. We're all addicts, right? So, I mean, I'm not attacking any group. I don't want you all to think that. But maybe you have to think that. Because the other thing Scorpios have to do, they confront their fears. They don't do anything easy. They don't do anything light. There's no gray area for Scorpio. They love you or they hate you. That is it. Or you just don't exist. Okay? They love this or they hate this. There's no middle ground. It just can't be. So when they do change... Scorpios take it to the extreme. Like when a Scorpio goes to the doctor, that mole is now the most malignant tumor ever found in the history of mankind, and they have to confront it. And they will take it to the end, and they will face that fear. And you know what? Almost always they come out better, stronger. They have shed the skin the serpent is also a symbol of Scorpio. They have shed the skin of the old them, and they have risen as the new them. That's the phoenix symbolism. Remember, Scorpios do nothing in a light way. Nothing. Now, let's add a little dash of Virgo to that Scorpio. You got Gordon Ramsay. You know. <laughs> Look at the name of the show. It's Hell's Kitchen. Is that so perfect? That man could rip you a new one. And that's what's... 
people, a lot of Scorpio with a lot of Virgo or a lot of Scorpio in the Virgo house. What's the Virgo house? Well, let me see. It's Aries, Taurus, Gemini, Cancer, Leo. That's the sixth house because it's the sixth sign. So no matter what, no matter what sign is ruling your house, if it's the sixth house, it has inherent in it some Virgo. Okay. So if you're one of those, your Scorpio is there. You are you are one of them people that will rip you. Okay, because they, they they have moral high ground. They they like to hold a moral high ground, a standard. Okay. But what if you have it all in the first house? If you have your Scorpio all in the first house, you care about how people see you. Okay. And you're often like to be the wind behind somebody. You don't like to be the thing. But, but make no mistake about it, Scorpios, as submissive as you may feel sometimes to the sexual energy that you just love somebody having with with you know somebody exchanges with because you see that sexuality is power you do you are ruled by pluto and as much game as you love it you never let go of control don't fool yourself you never let go of control okay i'm gonna have a live scorpio on here in a couple of weeks you'll see okay you'll see what i'm talking <laughs> we're gonna interview them what they do how they get by but you can bet one thing if a Mercury is in Scorpio and you meet somebody, you're a boss, you're interviewing somebody and their Mercury's in Scorpio, you can cuss. You can tell them straight up what's going on. Okay? Nothing shocks those people. If your Mars is in Scorpio, that's those are the people that when they're mad, you just don't want to be in their path because they, they get crazy. And then repenting after that kind of crazy is just way too late. They take a while, though. They'll go hunt you down and get the truth out of you. And that's the thing about Scorpio. If you look at those pictures of those activists over at MarkHuston.com, check out the link at the bottom, Famous Scorpio. See, I got to trick you into going over and clicking some of my links, don't I? See, that's how it works. That's how you do it. And you see some of those people, activists, they are, they are crazy. And you know what? When you know somebody's a Scorpio like Julia Roberts, she, she totally went up to... Um, our guy, wait a minute, who did, uh, oh, I see his face, one of her, one, oh my goodness, always plays a crazy guy, whatever. Anyway, one of her men, she just went up right up and did, was moved, she moved next door to him. Damn it, he played, uh, he played uh, 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 a guy that always stuttered. You'll know who I'm talking about when you see him. I won't come to me because I want it to. Um, but she, I mean, basically they said, and the story is, she goes after whatever she wants, doesn't care if you're in a relationship or not. If she wants that, she will go get it, okay? Not to make her a bad person. That's just Scorpio passion, okay? But you look at some of those pictures and you see some of these people, their eyes, it's in the eyes. Those Scorpios got it. Dark eyes. No matter how bright they are, they're dark. They see Katy Perry. You see her eyes, that dark hair. That's saying, I hook in deep. I see below. And you're never going to convince me to look otherwise. You got to be with, to confront the Scorpio, to be in a relationship with the Scorpio. You could never lose your power ever. You've got to stay in your power. They don't trust that stuff. They like power. They do. They're, 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 you Scorpios, you're Pluto ruled. Trust me. That's why you don't do anything. You don't do anything gentle. And people don't understand who you are. They get scared because you don't forget anything. And you don't forget anything. Now we're going to talk a lot more about it, right? so fun but with saturn now in scorpio all the scorpios are on alert it's time to get serious and bring some of that energy into productivity i had to do something with this passion 
I got to do that Saturn, do something with all this, this love I have, with all this fear I have, I got to do something with it. And that's what we're going to talk about over the next couple of weeks, because you all are called in, you want your charts done, I'm going to do it for you. So go get something sweet, fun, enjoyable to sip on. To, to come back and join me when after the break. Remember, I have 12listen.com, 12, everything 1-2. You got to get on the mailing list. There's so much you have to do to, to follow what we're up to. But don't do it yet. Just stay with us. Get into that Facebook page. I'm going to go see if you have any comments to make. Remember, this is Mark Huston. This is the Power Peak Hour. We're just hooking it up with Scorpios. Have fun. It's going to take a five-minute break, and I'll be right back with you. All right? See you in a minute. Welcome to the Power Peak Hour with your host, astrology expert, Mark Husson. So much fun. I love your comments on the Facebook page, which is over at facebook.com slash Mark Husson. But you got to get into the chat room by finding the highlights button and click post by others. You can figure it out. I know you can. Hey, so somebody asked, lovely Jay Elizabeth asked, okay, what happens when a Scorpio faces all their fears? They become a Sag? <laughs> I love that. Ah, no, you never become a Sag. Here's the thing. When you face all your fears, and that does happen, honestly. I mean, there is a point in my life where I thought, man, I for once can't care what the world thinks. I just can't care. That's why I did my blog. I voted for the, the uh, marijuana reform, seeing too many people get crazy and too many people afraid of what people will think about it. I don't smoke pot. I would if I could. Okay, I'm just telling you, I vote for it because I believe that we should not infringe on people's ability and, and, and willingness to choose for themselves. And, and we can really make some money off of it as a state that may not be doing so well. So anyway, Colorado is leading that thing, which I'm really happy about. But here's the thing. Um, when you face your fears, you now look at life with choices un, unhampered. You can drive your life with passion. And Scorpios have incredible passion they are so self-doubting they're so afraid that if they follow that passion they are going to burn somebody they're going to forget somebody because you know what just as soon as scorpios i said they have control and they in that fixed sign energy they if they turn on themselves with remorse it is hard to have them stop it which is why turning to faith having a belief that you are loved, having a belief and understanding. That's funny. The sun went into Scorpio. Now, prior to the sun going into Scorpio, I put the goddess reports on sale at 12reports.com. Yeah, this is a little bit of an advertisement. But at 1212reports, where I run the reports for you, computerized reports, I put the goddess and angel reports on sale during the Libra time. Well, when it went into Scorpio, those sales just plummeted, and I put the past life report on sale. And, I mean, they skyrocketed. People wanted to know about themselves. They wanted to know about the deeper parts. What was I before? Those kind of things. That's a Scorpio introspective moment. So remember, if you have a Scorpio moon, and people are asking this in the chat room, if you have a Scorpio moon, it's way more intense that you need, you feel that you need to drive toward the depth of those connections. Your paranoia level might be a little more. What's paranoia mean? I tell my staff, look, 
if you stay away from me, if you avoid me, I just think you're plotting my demise. That's just what I have to assume. If I've written you and you don't write me back, because we hire some staff, I get to know them. I love them. They know my philosophy. But if they don't reach out, you know, it's like at some point I have to reach out and clear my mind. But it is what happens. I don't apologize for it anymore. It's what happens. Okay, we learn to read the radar. There's nothing bad with that. In my world, there's nothing wrong with that. I come up with an opinion, a thought. I look at it. I stand next to it. I evaluate it. And there's a choice I can make to make sure that this can be validated. Yeah, pick up the phone and call. The person that might be freaking you out a little bit, maybe making you nervous. And always, with my planets in Scorpio, if I'm afraid to confront somebody on something, they have to leave my life. You think about that one while I take a call, okay? Um, we're going to take some calls and I'm, I got to get my screen up here where the calls are because there it is. Okay. So let's start with a Jillian on line three. Hi, Jillian. How, Hi, are, how you? are you? I'm really good. You have more Scorpio than I do. Oh, I, I was thinking I might. <laughs> a son. Scorpio, a Mercury in Scorpio, a Scorpio rising, and Uranus in Scorpio. Bless your heart. It's an amazing, and you were born on the full moon to boot. Did you know that? No, I, I was not sure. You were born on the full moon, and it's amazing because you have a moon in Taurus. So what brings you to call the show? And I am, I do my readings with Scorpios very respectfully. Oh, you know what? Uh, I, I, it's just been a really crazy life so far. And uh, with your explanation, I'm understanding more and more why. Um, and I I'm, have a birthday coming up this week, and I was just wondering what the next year is going to hold for me. Well, I think you're going to go into something completely different. I think whatever it is you've been hoping will pop. And I think you've been hoping something will pop, something will come into some form for you. That's Saturn and Scorpio. And But first what happens is there's a there's a sense of pulling back. You might experience a sense of getting very serious or needing to put up more boundaries. Uh, maybe perhaps if there's been a... Um, a part of you that overgives or or overdoes something. You're getting more serious. And we're coming into a time of more seriousness about what you're going to do in your life. And I think as we get to that, I, I really think this could look like a new kind of career. It could look like a new adventure that you're doing. It also looks like a lot of house cleaning, like you're, you're going to let go of some things that aren't in support of you because we're coming in, and I mean in April, May, June of 2013, you're going to have your Jupiter return, and it's going to hook, it's going to put wind under all that water in you. You have Jupiter and Cancer. And I said uh, June, and I actually mean uh, more like September, October, November. This time next year, we're going to see you leap this catapult. And all, but right now, I think what we're going to do is see you pull in a little bit, get a little more serious. For some reason, boundaries are being asked. The universe is asking you to put up some boundaries so that you can have some time without external influence. Does that make sense at all to you? Um, it does. I feel like I've been doing that uh, for a good year now. Um, so you that will continue. It will continue because the the one the reason you were doing it before was more um, a Plutonian effect, like when Pluto crossing uh, it w it was entered Capricorn, which was your um, w uh, it, well, I don't want to give you the technical aspects of it, but it's a Pluto influence of pulling in and getting your strength. But it seems like you're pulling in now, not to hide, not to do reflection, but for purpose. Is there a project you're working on? Um, I'm starting to consider a, a new business. I recent I closed one about a year ago, and now I'm trying to figure out what that next 
step okay. in. Um, right. So that's where I'm at. Oh, let me tell you, whatever you come up with, oh my mm -hmm. gosh, you're going to be so excited. Yeah, and, and I won't tell anybody. Don't let's not tell anybody, but it's going to be different. You have to be different. You know that, don't you? You mm -hmm. can't be can't follow the world. You're different. You're ahead of the game. You don't get a lot of encouragement for that, but you are following a, um, a different drummer. And it's, um, and sometimes maybe you've been ostracized for that. I don't know how you react to that, but your fixed energies, you usually probably don't care so much, but mm -hmm. I do think, uh, this is going to be an alternative, something that nobody probably expected from you, but Saturn is going to make you get it in and turn the key. And then Jupiter is going to come along and give it a life. And oh my gosh, for three straight years, you're going to find yourself on this, I think, highway that is now the first year is going to be amazing. Second year, it's going to be choices like it's going to take you to some crossroads. So these are really exciting times for you. But I think this thing that you're thinking about now, this business venture, this business experience, it's going to be I think you're going to love it. And I think it's going to work because you're coming up to Jupiter in your eighth house of money from others on a Jupiter return. I don't know how you can go wrong. And you're really lucky there. Anyway, you were born with Jupiter in the eighth. Jillian, never, ever worry about money. Though I think really? that's never, but I think that's probably what you do all the time anyway. Yeah, exactly. Key <laughs> placement. And you'll always, it will always come when you least expect it, but it will be there. So relax a little bit, put some energy into this new business. And remember, you might ostracize some people in that journey, but, but you know what? It's it. You have to do this in order to, I think, find what your true passion is going to be, because eventually whatever it is you do will affect many, many, many people. And it, so you'll be connected in the group in that way. Does that help you at all? Uh, absolutely. Thank you so much. You are going to have an amazing birthday. And thank you for calling. Happy, happy birthday, Jillian. Great. And thank great you. Thank you, sweetheart. Take care of yourself. OK, can we talk to D? Hello? D. Hey, D. Hello. How are you? I'm great. How are you doing? Really good, little Pisces that you are with a Virgo rising and a Gemini moon. You know, you have a serial yeah. killer. I'm teasing. I'm teasing. Um, My north node is Sagittarius, so I have eight personalities. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you do. We are going to make you bad. No, I love it. You're in a good, good cycle. It's kind of exciting. So I want to find out why you're calling, and let's see if we can sort of help bring some clarity to you. Okay, cool. I was wondering about my um, second house, where Scorpio lies, and that's the money house, correct? Work and talent? It is, but it's ruled by Libra. Now, you do have Scorpio wow. in there. You have Uranus in, in Scorpio in there, but it is ruled by Libra, so a lot more gentle. You're a lot less paranoid about money than other second house Scorpio ruled people would be. Um, you're generous and you're open. And as long as you're creative, it's it will flow. You also have Saturn hitting that Uranus. And I think that there's a new calling for you, too. Are you entering any kind of new venture? Um, because I just signed up for a photography class, but I'm really lost about my talents. I just feel like a jack of all trades. All right, Gemini at the top of the chart. Oh, sweetheart. Yeah, you'll do many, many things in your life. Um, <laughs> right now, you are clearing out Jupiter square Jupiter. I mean, I'm sorry, Pluto square Pluto. I'll tell it for the so the astrologers can hear this or the people that follow this. There's kind of a battle. You're kind of coming into your own personal power. But it seems like there's probably 
possibly a matriarch or somebody that's um, that has your attention, that constantly takes your attention, and you might be at odds with that. Maybe it's an internal battle, maybe it's external, but there is sort of a battle going on, I would say, whether it's inside or outside. So let me confirm that with you first. You recognize a kind of battle going on, a kind of you being pulled in one direction but needing another, anything like that? Yeah. Okay. Definitely. That battle is a tough one for you because you are emotionally, you get emotionally tied in and you are prone to severe guilt. You recognize that one? Guilt? Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <You're really laughs> and especially because you're in the seventh house. You're in a time right now where we're sort of cleaning that out. So you, this cycle right now, you also might feel a little ostracized. You might feel a little like, gosh, I'm being asked to make some awful choices. I don't like any of them, yada, yada. However, what I want you to know is you have this incredible um, Jupiter coming to the very top of your chart. Gemini at the top of your chart. Jupiter's there now. And in May 1st, it, it opens the world up for you. So we're going to see this sort of like maybe the photography thing. Maybe it's something a little more personal to you. I think you might consider a move. Is that in your in your dreams anywhere? Um, yes. Well, maybe. I just left my husband not so long ago, and I'm far away from home. So um, gotcha. anything goes at this point. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> Ooh, I love astrology because you're, you're just right in line with it. You probably will, but it'll be a Jupiter move. It'll be a move of openness and hope and connection. And I think it will be closer to home. And I think um, the next person that you meet, you have to remember this. You have sun in the seventh house. You merge completely with other people. And at the same time, um, there's a part of you that desires complete independence. Fine. Do the duplex thing in your mind before you move in, before you, you know, you're going to put wind under the person. You're going to make them really, um, you're going to make them truly happy to have known you. But before you do that, um, just think, I mean, like you're always going to have somebody in your life that you put your attention on. Uh, oh, I don't know how to say this son in the seventh house. So when somebody's coming in your life, as they come in, anything that you're doing in that moment is going to be put on hold. So I'm saying, while you have some free time, Go do your thing. <laughs> <laughs> Hurry before they come because they're going to come and you're going to help them and you're going to further them. And it's a lovely, lovely gift you have. But please put some time into you first before um, while you can and why you have this time because you always can. But I think it's really hard when people have sun in the seventh house. So I want you to put a lot of attention. This is a free moment. Get that photography going. Bring some talents in that you love. And you watch what Jupiter does. It's going to just open you up big time. I think school's in, in the works for you as well, possibly. Always. I think you're always going to learn something new. But don't worry about honing in on one thing. Be a jack of all trades. It's fine. You don't have to master all of them because you will always be good at, at this gift you have innately of healing other people. So you might want to eventually turn that into a career. But in the meantime, you do that naturally. Go play. Go get some hobbies. Does that help you? It did. Thank you so much. I love you so much. I've been trying to get in. This is my first time uh, being able to. Thank you so much. Big hugs back to you, baby. Thank you. Be good. Thank Stay posted. You too. All right, honey. Ah, oh, you guys are awesome. Let's talk to Shannon, can we? On line five. Hello. Shannon, how are you? I'm great. Thank you, Mark. How are you? Really good. And you're another Pisces. Isn't that cool? <laughs> it is. You have an moon too and you have a taurus rising and let's find out what brings you to call the show and see what we can offer well kind of 
have liked the color before. I was a little curious about my seventh house and Saturn Saturn entering it. I know. I'm a little nervous. <laughs> oh, and of course, anything else I might need to know that you see. Okay. Saturn going into your seventh house, and it is very close, is going to be the door gets shut and you get a little peephole. And they have to knock. And you have to look through that peephole and say, do I even want you in my life? And that's what's going on. <laughs> that's the new way of doing relationships for you, Shannon. They have to knock because you are going to have boundaries up. And they're going to be serious. And, and they, they make this wonderful connection to your sun sign, which means I think you are going to actually get in a relationship. I think it could solidify. If you're not already in one, I think this will help you solidify it. And it will also give you an idea about what you want in your like in, in your bigger goals. Because you have ideals. You want to change the world. Am I wrong? No. Yeah, you want to change the world. And you have images of how you're going to do that. See, there's some people who don't care about the world. They don't want to change it. Just they do your thing. You want to have an impact here. And you're going to bring people in that will support that idea. And Saturn coming into your seventh house is going to bring, I think, somebody in to support that. Are you currently in a relationship? No, I just have, you know, a couple guys hanging around, but nothing that is solidified into something. And I, That's would, okay. like that. I would like to see that happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it will happen on its own. You don't have to worry about it. The problem is you you can make everybody one of those people who just like you get them. They have to be extraordinary for you because you have that 11th house thing. A lot of them are friends. A lot of them are cool friends. They probably a lot of them are drawn to you. But you have this ideal that nobody can seem to touch. Think of Katy Perry, right? Same, similar thing where you have this ideal nobody can touch and you have this like um, it's elusive. It's a sense of elusiveness. At the same time, you're driven by something that I think as you become really aware of it, as you become someone who likes it, it sort of like makes you very attractive to the world. Like, you know, that thing like we we always want what we can't have. That kind of can be you. Does that make sense to you? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, love it. It's OK, because the person who gets the sword out of the stone, the person who can pull it, the person who grabs your heart, that's the person. Other than that, let them all be friends. We play, we're together, but you they know you have one hand on another ideal, ideal. And you always will, Shannon. You have a vision you're going to bring to the world. You know that. And it's really exciting. And Saturn right now is crossing your seventh house. Saturn is saying, now people who come into my life will have purpose and they will support this ideal for me. And they will too. You'll be amazed. I think somebody's coming, girl. I'm excited for you. You feel oh, it? Yeah, me too. Hey, <laughs> this is good. Well, and I also think you're looking at a move in 2013, maybe more in the fall, but I think there's big, exciting things happening with a, um, a change in residence, but that's just, that's going to be like a year and a half away. Right now, we're looking at your self-esteem. We're building a sense of who you are. You're building more confidence. And you know what? I think you're a builder. And you can trust it because where you put your attention is likely going to work. You have an incredible, natural, intuitive ability. And I hope you always put it before everything else. Does that help you? It does. Thank okay. you so much. Shannon, good luck to you, girl. You're going to do great. Let us know how you are. All right. Okay, great. Thanks. All right. We're going to jump to Nancy, line six. Hi. Nancy. I'm so happy. Yay. Oh. This is the best day of my life. I get to talk to you. <laughs> no, no, no. It is the best day of my life. 
Sweet. Now let's see. You're a Scorpio. Yes. But in the very tail end of Scorpio, literally, and you have three planets there at the very bottom of your chart, very deep, very, very, very deep. But you have this lovely, and you have this lovely Aries moon to kind of keep you always learning, always hoping, always leaping toward the stars, which is just a lovely place to be. But let me tell you, you're impenetrable. <laughs> you have a place inside of you that that only the very, very, very special people get to come in to. And it's really, really sweet, very creative, and it's very real. And I just I look at this and I go, wow, you are truly like a true feeler of the world. And yet you take it with this moon and you you can have a way to share it. What brings you to call the show? Well, I uh, was looking for some guidance for the second half of my life. It seems like everything I... Everything's changed a lot yeah. lately. A lot of things ended, and then like it's like a whole chapter. It was it, like all or nothing. Everything ended, and everything's beginning. Isn't that crazy? I know, and that's Scorpio. Nothing, nothing like just gray area. It's always like whoop, gone. Here's the thing. Saturn is at the very tip of your fourth house. We're restructuring the home. Now, that's not just the home. It's what you were taught to believe. It's what your dad taught you. It's what you're what you came in with. It's your ancestors. Now, Saturn on your Neptune is going to now that's happening very soon. And this is one of the magics of Saturn hitting the all of you guys with Neptune in Scorpio, um, Saturn touching it. And what it is, is the final proof that if you've been holding on to something that isn't true, it gets busted and it opens up, it opens up your world. However, sometimes it can be shocking. Like what? That, I, what, what? I always believed in that. Where, what? And that can happen. And what it does is it gives you now, you know, that it gives you this opportunity to quit messing with stuff that isn't going to work. Like I want gravity to go away so I can learn to float. And I spend my life trying to float and I jump off desks and I jump off chairs. And I'm trying to float. And somebody goes, you know what? Gravity is proven. It's going to go away. Like, what? And then you go, okay, so I'm going to quit jumping off desks and spend my time differently. That's what Saturn and Neptune is going to be. And that's what you're heading toward at a, a, crisis of consciousness and crisis in a good way. It's where we put away the things that are no longer useful and you're going to get serious. And really, I think what we have here now, is there a move in your future? Like every, all this fourth house stuff, I have to say, is that how it's going to show up for you? Are you going to try to pack up and go somewhere? Or do you think you're going to just rearrange? Is this more of a metaphor of your internal world? Probably, I, I'm not moving. I hadn't planned on moving, but no, that's good. That's where it means. So we are going to work on ourselves. You're going to be very personal time. So if you pull in and your friends go, where are you? You're working. You're working on this stuff for you. It's very amazing because what emerges here is the Nancy who we never knew, the Nancy that we haven't met yet. And it's a just, well, we may, maybe met a piece of her, but now you're going to be like, okay, I'm putting away the things that are no longer useful to me. I, I think there's going to be some career stuff that you do out of your home. Do you work out of your home? Uh, yes, I do. Part time. Hey, because Oh, good. Okay. So I think that's going to get really juicy and good for you. And then what we're going to see, I do. And I think now we're ready for this ride of change. And I think you're just going to be a serious person more so than people have ever noticed in you, but it's serious for your own productivity. And I want to encourage you with all that I have to not be afraid of that, to not put that away, to not, to let you, you can let people in that inner world but don't be afraid of the fact that you're going to finally get serious on the things you love because that's what's going to move you the most. You are another um, you are another person way ahead of your time. 
and you're never going to get agreement for what you do at the moment, but it's always later. You are different. You're unusual. You walk a different path. You hear a different drummer. Oh, my we life. Love yes. And it's, we will never change, right? And now right. what we do is we're going to bring some of that in so where you're comfortable. Who cares what the – let the world see you as the rebel, but inside you're, you're transforming beautifully like a Scorpio should. Beautiful cycle that you're in. I see nothing but – uh, true safety and security for you. I see ide ideals and friends coming in in a whole different light. It's a lovely, lovely cycle, Nancy. And I'm proud of you for facing it with that kind of Scorpio determination. Just believe that the things that get uncovered, the things you might let go of, will disappoint you for a moment and you will instantly see the value in what just happened. Will you let me know how you're doing? Did I lose you? Okay. Okay, Nancy, let me know how you're doing. I didn't mean to hang up on you, <laughs> everybody. Thank you so much for coming and joining me. Remember, this is Mark Husson. This is your Power Peak Hour. I also am on the radio Fridays at 12, radio.com, with the most incredible, gifted, talented psychic advisors in the entire world. I love them over at 12listen.com. Please go get a reading. I'm behind it. You know it's good, I hope. MarkHusson.com, all the little things. Please uh, be good to yourselves this week as Saturn and Scorpio, okay? And we'll have more to say to you as the week unfolds. You guys have a wonderful week. The amazing, lovely, wonderful Denise Flynn and her daughter are up next. I hope you stay enjoying in. I'm going to talk to you guys soon. Bye now. <laughs>